Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers Podcast. We're your happy hosts, Amy and Madeline, best friends who work hard and hustle harder. We believe to be happy and healthy in your work, you need to be happy and healthy in your life. We combine health, well-being and business with a fresh perspective to share the stories of normal people with inspiring lives. From leading entrepreneurs to athletes, models and artists, Together, we delve deep into their journey to success to find out why health and well-being is at the core of their philosophy. Whether you're looking for advice and guidance for leading your best life, an engaging, easy-to-digest pep talk, or a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and wellness goals, the Healthy Hustlers Podcast is your go-to for kicking ass in work and play. You asked, we listened. Every Tuesday, we're excited to be able to bring you mini-sodes, which will hear us delve deeper into specific health and well-being topics suggested by you, our beautiful listeners. We invite industry experts or advocates into the conversation where we will share our experiences, knowledge, learnings, and tools to help you wholeheartedly conquer your health and well-being goals. If you would like to hear us discuss a certain topic, we'd love to hear from you via our Instagram page at The Healthy Hustlers. This episode is all about self-confidence and we're thrilled to be joined by gorgeous Abby Gilmore, co-founder of Love Yourself, a community that supports women to overcome negative self-talk and learn to truly love the skin they're in. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. If you haven't realized yet, we really love a good quote. So to set the scene for today's episode, we thought we'd share one of our favorites. Life is too short to be at war with yourself. We'd love if you could all just take a moment to take that one in. Today, we are absolutely thrilled to be joined by the gorgeous Abby Gilmore, mother of two and co-founder of Love Yourself. Abby, welcome. We're so excited to have you here. Hi girls and thanks for having me. Now this topic is something that the three of us are all very passionate about and for anyone listening who is struggling to wholeheartedly love themselves and to be confident in their own skin, we really hope that today provides you with some practical tools that you can inject into your daily life so you can blossom into the best possible version of yourself. Abby, do you want to kick off by giving us a little sneak peek into your journey so far and why this is something you're so passionate about? Sure. So I'm, well, I've just turned 25 and let's just say my life has gone a little different than what I, I'd planned at the beginning. So I'm from Bendigo, which is about an hour and 40 out of Melbourne. And I basically grew up with my childhood sweetheart and we had two incredible little girls together. We've gone through, maybe you could call it a bit of a messy breakup, but out of all of it, I think you know, what I want to sort of demonstrate to people is a positive co-parenting relationship. I think, you know, it's natural for people to grow apart and that's fine. Um, it's taken me on a bit of a self-love journey as, you know, I, I battled with mental health at the beginning. And yeah, I, I think there, there's no shame in expressing that you're seeing a psychologist and I wanted people to know that. There's no shame in seeking help from a life coach or a spiritual coach or whoever it is that you're turning to. And yeah, my journey began there as I lost a lot of my self-confidence. I really didn't want to be here anymore. Um, I lost my desire and love to be a mum, which was really all I ever wanted. And yeah, here I am now being able to go around and, and talk and, and help other women who were going through the same things, you know, that I once felt and just trying to be an example that, you know, it does get better and life is short and we need to just push through those hard times as they are our best lessons, I feel, as 
you know, I wouldn't be able to do this if I hadn't gone through what I have been through. And I'm, I'm very grateful that I, I did get to have that opportunity and hopefully we can spin it and make it a really positive thing for our girls. And yeah, that's been my journey so far. Yeah, oh, thank you so much for sharing that. You're definitely on a very incredible ride and you've um, gone through a lot of hardship to get here. So it's really beautiful to see you so wholeheartedly and sharing your story without fear. So thank you for joining us. And yeah, we're really excited to delve into this topic today because yeah. we think you're definitely a bit of an expert in this space. So. Accidental. <laughs> you know, self-confidence and self-love is quite a broad topic and mm. there's so many different bits pieces that fall under it and I know all of us here around the table chatting have had different experiences and lack confidence in different areas but for you and I guess all girls out there we have this bit of a inner voice inside of our head in a critic or a little bitch we can call her that is that really negative self-talk that can bring us down and definitely affect our self-confidence so for you what would be one of the first steps you took to really toning down that inner voice I think something for me at the very beginning was I was constantly trying to be for everyone and something that I learned along the way is that I'm not for everyone and everyone is not for me so you know when I would share my story I had this vision that you know it was never to benefit myself it was always greater than me I had this purpose to give to people and it was greater than me and my story so I think every time I got shut down it was I'm not good enough or you know they don't like me and that means everyone doesn't like me so for me it was really just focusing on that quote and really understanding that I'm on a different journey to a lot of people I feel like I'm really one of the first to really take this journey head on so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a lot of people standing up and supporting me so you can imagine how much I critique myself um you know I need to you know be more what's the word like like a chameleon I need to sort of blend in with everyone when really I'm actually standing up but I'm not trying to so just knowing that I'm not for everyone and everyone isn't for me was something that really helped calm my inner critic and and just keep fighting the the shit fight basically Um, just to create a more you know a positive awareness but I think we all have that sort of you know negative mindset but like we said at the start that quote that life is short and once we really realize that you know I don't want my girls growing up thinking that they're you know not good enough or they're not worthy of real love or you know they they have to put up with crappy friends and stuff so it was really about modeling that for them and yeah I think a lot of that self-talk and stuff is how you set your life up as well I've got a really good army of friends around me whereas beforehand when I didn't I would put myself down a lot more so I think you've got to find your tribe and you really have to love them hard and you know you get that love back and you set yourself up for self-love success yeah definitely I really like that I was actually on the phone to a girlfriend um today who you know you're struggling a little bit in that area of that just that inner voice and how to tame her a little bit I guess and yeah one of the pieces of advice I gave her was you know you have to be so mindful of the people that you're surrounding yourself with because Mm. you know these toxic relationships end up you know it spins into negative talk and it it's fully affects you and your well-being and the way you're talking to yourself and the way you're looking at yourself so yeah. you know really surrounding yourself with those beautiful relationships that are constantly bringing you up and supporting you and you know being your best friend and allowing yeah. you to be your best friend as well yeah. so yeah I really liked that you touched on that yeah I, I think that we can attract lots of different people in our lives and as much as it's great I think everyone's a bit of an assignment 
I've definitely had my fair share of assignments and I think each person brings out a different quality in you and sometimes you can well I, I don't think everyone notices but there's people that don't really bring out the best in you I think they bring out the nasty in you and I think it's really good to be able to recognize that and to be able to do a bit of a, a cleanse and a, and a friend cut you know cut the cord not not to be nasty but create a bit of a, diff, a distance I think it's okay to, to have boundaries and to protect your space awesome I can really relate with what you said about finding your tribe. I know that in the last couple of years, I've been really focusing on my work and my career and also how do I do that and do a great job of my business, but yeah. also be a mum. And I found for a really long time, I was spending my time with a lot of different groups of people and I was probably wearing myself thin. I don't know if that's a, the right way to say it, but I wasn't focusing on spending my time with the people that really bring me up and are going to get me where I want to be. Yeah. And you notice your energy as soon as you leave a room with people that aren't fostering that positive yeah. energy in you. I know that you said before, Abby, when we were talking, you get a headache when you leave a workshop that mm-hmm. has, an, you know, there's, there's problems or there's yeah. something going energy. on. That's yeah. right. And yeah. for a long time, I think I tried to fit in with every group as well. I thought, I, you know, I'm a mum with my school mum, so I need to be a school mum that really is succeeding in that area. And then I'm with my business friends and I need to be a power woman here. Yeah. And it wasn't until I stopped and said, look, Amy, just be you. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it's okay to say that far out, I am not doing a great job in yeah. every area here today, but I'm having a really great crack. So I need to just sit down, think of all the things that I am achieving yeah. in and just be kind to myself. Yeah. And I think you can probably relate to this being a mum of girls yourself like me. Mm-hmm you want to be that great role model so it's fostering kind self-talk where we can yeah I think so I think that I don't know I think life's busy for everyone and I think we all go through different periods where we can give more at one stage and not so much at a different stage and I think well I'm, I feel like maybe that's what I'm sort of going through a bit of a transition at the moment where you're not really in alignment with the people that you might have been once and and just to know that that's actually okay and um, I think we hold such high expectations on people that we you know they end up letting us down but they don't really know why they've let you down because they don't know the kind of expectations you've got on a person and I think yeah finding people that light you up and maybe not being so hard on them as well that's probably a lesson that I'm learning and you know friends are so important but you don't need a huge tribe mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's something that we get lost in as well it's like you leave school and you've got all these friends you become a mum and you lose what feels like everyone and you pick up more along the way from gym or from work mm-hmm. or from whatever but these people are going to be coming in in and out of your life and you're going to always be meeting people that are going to be adding value and whether that be a positive you know mark on you or it's a negative you're going to be learning and, and that's something that I've obviously learned with my experience but I'm very selective in who I have around me and I'm not really afraid to cut that cord if I need to because I I honestly can't stress enough how important just having people that light you up in your life are because, yeah, it's lethal, really, for your mental health and just for your overall well-being. It's not nice having people in your life controlling you. I suppose backhanded compliments, putting you down all the time, like, that's not a friend. And I think, yeah, we need to become stronger as people in recognising you know, who those people are and how do you deal with those kind of people, which is something that we obviously teach in our workshops. So 
And I think it's also just having the self-awareness of who those people are that light you up. So for me, I know that when I'm spending time with a certain group of girlfriends, I, we can't stop talking. We literally talk and talk and talk and we are having the best time and I feel really alive and I feel like I can take on the world and mm-hmm. that I'm an amazing person. And I think it's just really realising that, that when you feel that way, when you're with your tribe, the right tribe, that's... Oh, how can I say it properly? I'll probably... Well, as opposed that. to being with a group of friends that make you talk and talk, but you're actually bitching about people, you yes. know? Like you've got the yeah. tribe that you can just talk all day with but it's it's mm-hmm. lifting your spirits or you've got the people that bring out the nasty in you mm-hmm. you might talk all day but what are you talking about who are you talking about yeah. what's it bringing up for you mm-hmm. that's Those exactly kind right of things. and also the people that you're really struggling to find words to say and you're just not getting anything out of out of it at all yeah i think you're right your time is so precious and who you surround yourself with is so important yeah so we might move on here a little bit and talk about the daily rituals that you might have that help you to keep feeling confident and loving the skin that you're in i think what i try to do is eliminate the like comparison aspect Mm. of life and we obviously have comparisons everywhere you log on to instagram you know it's the first thing we do when we wake up in the morning it's the first thing we do when we go to sleep at night it's it is becoming our life so i think really having a control on on your instagram and following you know people that once again light you up that don't have to just be your friends but like the girls that you had in the long ago that keep it cleaner girls i have really just loved following their journey at the moment because they're they're so positive you know they're really body positive and i think for this generation it's so important as there is so many people out there in the world that you know we look up to but they're not really proper role models so for me it's it's about sort of cleansing my following and who i'm sorry who i'm following but i think too it it comes back to that that chatter in my head if i'm really negative I'm feeling I'm feeling really crappy basically and I'll and I'll be expressing that to leave if we're on a holiday you know it's hard not to look around and think oh look at her or whatever so it's nice to have that awareness now I'm so able to catch my thoughts like that was something that I learned to do was having the thought okay I can't take it back but I can catch it and I can be aware of it and I can change it and swap it for something positive so that's really helped me uh, and I do that every day. If I'm having a, a negative thought, I need, I need to catch it and I need to swap it for something positive. Well, you know, what do I love about myself when I wake up rather than say, oh, I hate my ears or that pimple, like that's gross. You know, say, my eyes look really blue today or, oh, my hair looks good. You know, give yeah. yourself a compliment. I think that we, we feel we can't do that anymore. Yeah. It's, it's just not the norm. Yeah. So I try and do that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. And it sounds a bit weird saying this out loud, but we're talking about self-confidence, so I'm just (laughs) going to go there. But I remember, I guess, I've been very lucky to have a very empowering group of girlfriends. And we always, you know, one of my best friends went through high school is probably not the... They're her good friends, but they're not overly empowering. They've never... And she's gorgeous. She's really little and gorgeous and stunning and that bright, bubbly person that just walks into a room and lights it up, which is threatening to a lot of people. And so she actually went quite through school feeling, you know, not the best or that she wasn't the prettiest. And then, you know, we got to university and a few of us got really close and we'd all be going out and it would be like, oh, babe, you look beautiful or I love that dresser. And she used to always say, I've never had friends that compliment so much. And Mm. it was funny when I guess once I stopped going out all the time and, you know, my life slowed down a little bit and I was working and I felt myself really relying on my partner a lot to give me compliments. So I would always be like, 
oh, well, babe, does this look nice? Or can I wear this outfit? And he would always just be like, I love your style. Yeah, you look good in anything. And I was like, oh, that's just a cop out. And I really, yeah, you're just saying that. And I'm like, I really had to change that thinking in myself and be like, you know, if I am going to be my own best friend and I'm really going to own, you know, who I am, then I need to start making myself feel really good. And I would find that a lot of the time I'd feel good before I'd go out and then I'd get with you know, a group of friends and they would all be beautiful and look gorgeous Mm -hmm. and I'd like their clothes and then all this self-doubt would be like in me, oh, I've got this old top on. So I've really started now every time that I get ready. I'm a bit of a makeup-free person. I usually don't wear makeup, but whenever (laughs) I'm like get myself dressed and I've got makeup on if it's I'm going to work or to a meeting or out on the weekend, I honestly just look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, babe, you look great or you've got this. You like own this tonight and it's so funny the first few times I heard it in a podcast and I was like I need to start doing that and the first few times was so weird and I was like oh I feel like such an idiot you look look so good oh no um but now that I do it and it's just such a different feeling in me that I'm like I don't need that validation from anyone else like I'm wearing these clothes because I like them so they should make me feel amazing like I'm putting on makeup to make myself feel good like So tell yourself that. And I think, yeah, going back to that, no comparisons and just really being your own best friend is so important. So I I feel like I didn't necessarily do that stuff when I was younger. So for me, it's really important for the girls, like Arlo's two, Miller's four. We do affirmation cards. So we've got literally like a deck of affirmation cards and my kids will... We like extremists, so they'll do something, right? They'll say they jumped in the pool when we're on holidays, and Mum uh, Miller's like, "Mummy, look, I did it because I believe in myself." I'm like, "Oh yes, yes!" And my sister's looking at me like, "What are you guys doing at your house?" And I just think, "Do you know what? Like, her top lines are, I believe in myself. I can do anything, which is what my dad used to always tell me, and I'm a good friend and I'm kind." And I just think what that did for Miller when, you know, we were going through obviously a tough time at home and she was sort of watching me be really down and feeling really powerless and, you know, not comfortable in my body. That was something that we do together. So not only does she benefit from them, but I'm telling myself the same message, you know. We're reading them out every night. I believe in myself. I can do anything. I am kind. I'm a good friend. Like all of those things that we go about our day, sometimes worrying that we're not. So... They have really changed my mindset, but they really give my girls a, it's like a, a new language because they go to childcare and those kids don't do them. So, um, you know, she'll come home and she'll say, Mummy, you know, I did this, this and this with Emily today. Yeah, because I'm a good friend and I'm kind. And I just think, yes, I love this. Like, I wish everyone could give their kids that confidence just so they don't stand in the mirror one day and think I'm too fat or mm. I'm too skinny or, you know, I look crap in that and blah 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 like comparison it is literally the thief of joy and oh it's it just robs too many people of happiness it's really beautiful I remember growing up in primary school and if you were doing something that was you know achieving or just say I got up to sing people say oh you really love yourself Mm -hmm. and you think you're so good and I really feel for me anyway that was the start of me sitting back and not expressing myself and and not loving myself and I I think that was really uh, quite large at school at all schools when I was growing up and it could be our 
generation, I guess, potentially. Yeah. So I think it's really beautiful that you are instilling that in your girls so yeah. young. And yeah. I think that will have a huge impact in, in their lives mm. all the way through primary school, all the way through high school. Yeah. And I think, like, with the message that I try and send out, I think, you know, sometimes I feel like I walk alone and I think that I want to show the girls that you don't need people's validation. Like, I don't feel like I need to do this because I need someone to validate me. I don't want them to feel that they're not good enough because no one validated them. I want them to just have it in them already. I think sometimes we can, you know, you might watch someone who does love themselves. And and I think there is people out there that it's like, whoa, (laughs) like, let's turn it down a little bit. And I think that they're getting the, I love myself mixed up with, please validate me also. Like, I think that there's... A fine line as well like there's the you know confidence is great and singing and something that's beautiful and and things but then I think there's like the the other side of it where it's like it's just in your face and it, it is coming from not a nice place some people when they're flaunting things mm-hmm. and I think that that also is seeking validation as well so yeah it, it does it all comes back to just genuinely loving yourself and being happy within yourself mm-hmm. yeah and I just think that whatever you do as long as you've got a you know a kind message or you know, you're going to be trying to add value to someone else's life. I think you can't go wrong. That's awesome. I think what really helped me was I, I literally took two minutes of my time one day at work and I printed out a Word document that said, I am, and then I put all of these words on there. So I am beautiful, strong, confident, yeah. healthy, wealthy. Mm-hmm. I get up every morning and it's the first thing that I see and I say it. I say it out loud. I say it in my head. I probably say it more than once a day whenever yeah. I go into my bedroom. And I feel like that has made a huge impact on mm. my life. Yeah. And my kids now, Lily comes into my room as well and she'll start saying it. Really? So there's simple things like that that you can implement really quickly. Yeah. That took me two minutes to yeah. write those words, print it out and chuck yeah. it on my wall. I feel like that's a similar message too. And something that I learned from Steph and um, Laura is that you know, when you're weighing yourself and jumping on those scales, it doesn't tell you everything else you are. It just tells you a number. It doesn't tell you how funny you are or how beautiful you are or how kind you are. And I think we get so caught up in that number and we let that define our stance in society. And I think that's a really huge, important message as well. So, yeah, you're more than just a number on the scale. You're more than what your friend says you are. You know, you've got so many good qualities in you as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's important that we, we acknowledge those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I love what those girls do with their message. They're so yeah. empowering. And I think it's something that you can get really caught up in feeling like certain things define you. And yeah. it almost goes back to, you know, mentioning earlier about there's such a large umbrella of self-confidence. And um, I guess, like for me personally, I know that I could, I can walk into a room confidently of strangers and talk to anyone and and make a friend and that isn't fearful for me yeah yet I lack or I have and something I've had to work on a lot is my confidence in my capabilities and I think it really goes back to in high school like I'm I'm not a good reader and I am such a bad speller and I used to hate reading out loud although I used to do you know a lot of speaking and acting I could practice that and I could be at home in a in a comfortable environment with my mum who would you know help me sound out the words and Mm -hmm. tell me what they were but then reading out loud in class was just like my biggest fear. Yeah. And I had this health teacher. I used to love health at school, but I had this health teacher who used to always be like, just say your name and then you had to read the next paragraph. So I'd be sitting in class like just, 
I still remember the feeling. It was just like horrible. I just wanted to sink into the ground and for like the world yeah. to open up and take me in every single class yeah, yeah. because I was like, don't say my name, don't say my name. And yeah. I'd try and not make contact with her eye contact and I'd be like crazy just reading ahead to make sure that I knew all the words. And for so long, I really thought that that defined who I was and yeah. I didn't think that I was capable of going for jobs. And I still remember my first marketing role, I literally said when I got the job, oh, well, I just want you to know that I'm actually a really bad speller. <laughs> the guy was like, okay, yeah. no worries. And I'm it like, is, but yeah. it is, it's really like we aren't defined by those things. No. They're and just... I think that's what a lot of people, I'm going to say like in the older generation, I think they struggle a lot with mental health and things is because we have all gone, like we all go through things, we all have bad things happen to us, but some of us, you know, when we go through an, a traumatic experience, I think we create a story around it. So for you, it's like, you know, well, I can't read and write, so I don't want to do that because I'm not good enough mm-hmm. and I'm dumb and I'm this and I'm that. And and that's what people carry with them through life. So you would have had those beliefs as a child and let them, you know, come with you into mm-hmm. your adult life. So totally. I think what's really important too is we always are evolving and that's something that I've, I've learned is like, I don't want to stay the same. I want to keep growing mm-hmm. and I want to keep learning and... If you can accept that you're constantly changing, then you need to constantly be updating your beliefs as well, you yep. know, which then helps you with your stories that you hold on to. I remember my story was, I'm a single mum, so who's going to want to love me? You know, who's going to want me? And that was my story that I told myself every day. And then I met Lee and he was like, what? Don't be stupid. Like, I love your girls, you know? And I thought, oh gosh, like, that was just a story. Like, but I literally got myself so worked up over it, so sick over it. I let it just consume me. So, yeah, it's really cool to sort of go back and think about what are, what are the big stories that we tell ourselves and, and allow to grow with us and, and trap us. I often think of a learning that I had as a young child when I was at primary school. I was at Gerald Republic and I would often be bullied. And I wasn't the most unpopular child, but I definitely wasn't in the popular group and yeah. would often go home in tears and one day my mum was a school teacher and she taught at my school but then she said look you're going into year six next year I'm just going to take you with me to this new school in Urana and I thought oh mum you know I don't really feel comfortable leaving a school to start a new school in year six I've already got people that yeah. I hang around anyway I listened to her and I put my school clothes on and I went to this new school well within two weeks I was the bloody school captain of the new school (laughs) I kid you not and that really obviously gave me a lot of self-confidence but it also taught me that yes you're not defined by a situation just Mm -hmm. because you're here having this experience and and being treated in a certain way or because obviously your belief system is oh I am that person I'm not cool I'm dorky I'm blah 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 you are whoever you want to be Mm -hmm. and you need to have the confidence to remove yourself from that situation and just start again and start building on your own beliefs to be literally whoever you want to be. So I feel very lucky to have learned that early on and it's it's stuck with me for a long time. Such a good lesson. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, anyone who is listening and kind of resonating a little bit with this, it is really taking the time to figure out what those triggers are for you. Like, where do you lack confidence because I'm sure that you know everyone is confident in some areas in themselves it's just like what do you need to work on as a person to make you unstoppable and to be so confident in your own skin yeah because it's not just 
one thing. It's not just thinking you're the most beautiful person. It's like no. all those little aspects. Yeah, and that's where my I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me comes in from, for myself. And I feel like for this sort of scenario, because I think once you've accepted that no matter what you do and, and for me, no matter what I put out there, there will always be people who don't agree. And, you know, there's always people that will agree and there's so many that can only connect with me based on their level of understanding you know of what I've gone through and what they've gone through so it's not that the people hating on me you know I don't particularly believe they're nasty people I just don't think that they've they've been through life as deep as I have you know and and I'm so lucky to have been able to experience that at such a young age because I'm you know I'm grateful for all the the knowledge that I've got but just knowing that you do not have to be everyone's best friend. You do not have to agree with everyone. You can have your own opinions and, you know, fight for what you believe is right. And it's okay, you know. I think then you just let go of everyone's expectations of you and you just get to show up as you are. Yeah, that's awesome. So for anyone who is really resonating with this conversation and struggling to love themselves, what would be your top three tips? that they can inject into their daily life to manifest more self-love and confidence? Well, I definitely would think that, you know, when you wake up every morning, I think it's important to look at, look at yourself in the mirror and it's natural that we, we point out our flaws, but I think to look at yourself and tell yourself three things that you love about yourself every day, I just think that that's so important, you know. You might be feeling really sluggish, you might be on your period, you might think, well, life, you know, there's really not that much that... I love about myself but just find something I think that it's really important that when you have lost yourself um, we also go through things that we're grateful for and whether it be that day you're just grateful for the blood in your veins pumping through your body to keep you alive you know I've been through that where I'm like oh, I'm, I'm not grateful for anything because I don't appreciate anything in my life right now you know poor me sort of thing whether it be I'm grateful for my kids or I'm grateful for this warm bed. You know, I think just knowing that we're grateful for things, it can really, it's all about mindset. And if you can snap out of that really low vibrating mindset and put yourself back into a high level of vibration, I think, you know, you're setting yourself up for self-love success because you're going to be attracting other people vibrating at that level. And I think something that's really important is keeping active. I think exercise and mental health, you know, there's obviously studies and, and everything proven to show that it all ties in hand in hand. So whether it be getting up and going for a walk, um, whether you're riding to the gym, I don't know what it is for you, but just getting out and, and getting into that fresh air and really grounding yourself. I go back to Bendigo. If I'm feeling a bit out of sorts, I'll go to my parents' house. That's where I grew up. That's where I feel really grounded. And it's just, for me, it's a matter of putting my feet in the dirt you know and just being at home rolling on the floor with my dogs like that's what I like to do so grounding yourself you know what are you grateful for and three things that you love about yourself every morning in the mirror I think those things are really gonna snap you out of that really low mindset yeah I love all of those so much and one I'd love to add in there because I think this is something that you know, goes along the lines of what you're saying, but um, learning to accept compliments. And I yeah. think it's something that as females, we automatically go to the whole, someone tells you, you look nice. Oh, this top, it's so old. Or like, I oh, I've like hardly had any sleep today. And <laughs> learning to actually stop that and yeah. putting a negative spin on things and be able to just say, thanks. I yeah, know. I feel really good. Or yeah, I've been working out a lot at the gym. Yeah. Or I've 
you know, drinking more water these days, I'm really noticing a difference in my skin. Like, really just accepting them is, like, can seriously change you so much. My girlfriend just came over this morning to look after my kids and she comes in and she goes, oh, you look nice. And I go, oh, what? Yes, I haven't even brushed my hair. Like, oh, I'm constantly, like, you put yourself down. It's like, you cannot, I don't know, you just... They, they make you feel good and you're like, no, I, I don't I don't want you to think that I love it's myself. Like we, oh, gosh, I don't feel yes. good. Don't be silly. Like, it's like you think you don't deserve that compliment yes, or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you just shut it down. Like, And when you do it, you, you know. Like, why don't, why don't I just say thanks or, oh, thanks. Like, you know, we, we seriously suck at compliments. Yeah. It's so funny. I know. I Yeah, 100% agree. And it was actually a girl younger than me who was working under me at my old job who really taught me that and she used to always just I'd compliment her and she'd say thanks and I used to think I love that you do that like I love that you just own that yeah and we ended up having a big conversation about it she's like well why would I say something else you're giving me a compliment and I'm like you are like five years younger than me and I'm learning such an important tool from you like and it is something that it's so hard to do at the start but I feel like if everyone listening can take on that and maybe start doing that even just every second compliment if it's that hard but it's crazy the difference that you feel in yourself yeah for sure well accepting a compliment as well just shifts the energy of the conversation so Mm -hmm. if you just say thanks you automatically feel really good about yourself but if you say oh no like my straightener broke and I haven't brushed my hair in two days you then feel that negative energy and I think that also then continues on into the conversation so yeah yeah, it's a very important one I think we don't like silence either like (laughs) you look really great thanks then it's silence (laughs) and you're like thanks I didn't do this like you know we we always have to fill that space with something we just can't just say thanks (laughs) yeah Yeah, I totally agree Abby, thank you so much for joining us today. We've absolutely loved talking to you and getting to know you and hearing all your wisdom. It's amazing and you really have been on such an incredible journey for someone your age. So we just, yeah, can't encourage you enough to just keep sharing your voice and spreading your message because it's incredibly powerful and I know so many people are going to learn so much from it. So thank you. Thank you, girls. And don't worry, I won't be silent anytime soon. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thanks, Abby. We'd love to hear your feedback and the guests that you would like to hear from. So please feel free to send us a direct message via our Instagram page at The Healthy Hustlers. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review and subscribe so you can keep up to date with our new episodes each week. For a dose of weekly happy, healthy news, you can subscribe to our newsletter via our website at thehealthyhustlers.com. Until next week, make sure that you're investing in yourself to keep the hustle healthy.